Welcome to Damn Good Movie Memories with your host, Ryan Davis. This podcast is the cure for your long commute and super boring work day. Hey there, it's Brian Davis, and for this week's episode, we're going to talk about movies that we wish had never had a sequel. Last week, we were positive, we thought we got creative, we thought of movies where this would be a really great sequel. Not so much this week. We're going to talk about sequels that we wish had just never been thought of, or it was just too long in between movies and the magic was gone. So let's start with my first one in no particular order, and that is American Graffiti, which was called More American Graffiti, made six years after the classic original. Now, the problem with the sequel is, one, at the end of the original American Graffiti, they kind of give you where everyone ended up, kind of what they did in Animal House as well. So why make a sequel? <laughs> so you already know what happens to them. Plus, they couldn't even get Richard Drivas. And by this time, those main characters that were kind of unknown at the time or, or weren't superstars yet. I mean, you had Ron Howard and Cindy Williams. Harrison Ford was in his you know film debut. Richard Dreyfuss was very young. It just it couldn't it didn't work, you know, in the sequel. And I think they were trying to match that magic, you know, kind of do the 60s version, you know, the mid to late 60s. And it just did not work. Analyze that. Analyze this was terrific. It was well done. And I think because of the success, they said, hey, let's make a sequel. And it just did not pan out. It's very forgettable. I can't even tell you. I actually have a, a DVD set with both of them. I tried watching the second one. And I just turned it off. The Blues Brothers 2000. This is the epitome of waiting way too long. Plus, you don't even have Dan Aykroyd. Um, you know, uh, sorry, <laughs> you do have Dan Aykroyd. You don't have John Belushi. You have James Belushi, which I like James Belushi, but he's not John. And you bring in John Goodman, and and, and then the kiss of death. They brought in a little kid. Forget it. They, uh, you start to bring in little kids in the movies like this. It's the, it's, it's awful. Uh, the music, great. You can't dispute the the music, but as a movie, terrible. It was self parody. It kind of ruined the legacy. City Slickers two. Uh, so what do they do? They obviously the original uh, Curly and his name is escaping me right now. I can't, Jack Palance was in the original. He dies in the original. So what did they do in the second one? Because he's so popular, he turns into his own brother. He plays his brother in that one. Stupid. Anytime you do that, <laughs> it's going to be stupid. Ghostbusters 2. Uh, yeah, they should, you know... It was ripe for a sequel because Ghostbusters, the original Ghostbusters was so good, but two just didn't match it. And I don't want to see them, you know, down on their luck and, and doing poorly and then they have to come back. It was just, it was a flawed script and they should have just left it as it was. The Hangover. The original Hangover was so good, so original, so funny. The ending was priceless. So what do they do in the second one? The exact same movie. They, same thing with the very ending. They do all the photos over again. You know, there's where Hollywood is like, okay, we're officially out of ideas. We have a cash cow. We know people are going to go in and watch this movie. So let's just do the same movie. Well, <laughs> it kind of kills the legacy of the original. Hot Tub Time Machine. The sequel was not good. They couldn't even get John Cusack for that one. So, yeah, they should have just left it as is. Not not that Hot Tub Time Machine, the original, was some work of art, but it would have been fine just to left as is. The Karate Kid, and, and I'm not even talking about the remake. I'm talking about the sequels, were inferior compared to the original Karate Kid. I get you had to make a sequel because the first one was so good, but the second one just it didn't... 
it didn't do much for me. You know, um, you know, Allie <laughs> played by Elizabeth Shue is gone. You don't have the Cobra Kai guys. That's kind of what made the original so good. And then he basically, he has a villain, but now he's in Okinawa. Well, that, <laughs> okay, whatever. And then the third one, don't even get me started on the third one. That is, that is complete crap. Meatballs. So the original Meatballs was Bill Murray's very first movie. It's it's a cult classic. It's campy fun. It's typical of the, of those kind of late seventies, early movies, uh, fun movies. And then they made a, I think a second, third, and maybe a fourth Meatballs, which are all forgettable and almost straight to video. I can't even tell you about them. I, I think I've seen bits and pieces on television a long time ago. All right, the most obvious one is Godfather Part Three. It's not that it's a terrible movie. It's just how do you keep up with the legacy of the first two, which are arguably the two best movies in movie history. So you, not only do you create the third one almost, what, 15 years, 20 years after the original, which is always a bad thing, as I've already established, um, but you don't even get Robert Duvall in the movie. There was a, a dispute. Uh, basically, Al Pacino wanted a ton of money, so they had to get Al, Al Pacino. So because of that, they couldn't afford to pay... Robert De Niro, or sorry, to pay um, Robert Duvall. On top of that, of course, Sofia Coppola often gets mentioned, but she, whether she was in it or not, it, it wouldn't matter. It would have been better with Winona Ryder, as they originally thought, but still, this movie was doomed from the start. Jewel of the Nile. Now, my dad kind of mentioned this in, in his episode with my parents. Um, Romancing the Stone is is a great movie. It's it's you know, not a, not a perfect movie, but it's a terrific terrific movie. And then the sequel just didn't uh, live up to it. My mom would disagree, but um, it is definitely the inferior of the two. The Sting Two with Jackie Gleason. This is where none of the original people are in the movie. It's not even worth seeing. Uh, don't get me started. And lastly, this is a cult classic, the, the original, which is Teen Wolf with Michael J. Fox. I love this as a kid. I still love it. I just watched it not too long ago because they just re-released it on Blu-ray. They did Teen Wolf 2, T-O-O, um, with um, Jason Bateman. And <laughs> so I guess it's his cousin. And uh, instead of being in basketball, he's a boxer. So terrible. Very piss poor. All right. That's all I could come up with. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna have plenty more people that shouldn't that come up with movies that should not have sequels, and we'll we'll talk to you later. All right, it's like you never left. Now we're gonna do yeah. <laughs> long time no see. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, Wait, we've got the illusion gone here, yeah, but um, sorry. So we're gonna do <laughs> we're gonna do movies that we wish had never had a sequel. Uh, the week before we had done movies that we wish uh, did have a sequel, but now we're gonna get negative and talk about the the films that. Probably should they should have left the classics as yeah. one movie. So what what is your list for this one? Godfather is like the go to. Godfather three is the go to. Mm-hmm. Like Godfather two is awesome. I, I didn't want to. <laughs> no, that's, <laughs> that's like that's the best. That's probably like one of the best sequels. Uh, agreed. Yeah. Um, Godfather three didn't really need to be made. Like it was interesting in some ways, and but I think ultimately that it wasn't just about like Sofia Coppola being a bad actress. No. Like I, she didn't ruin the movie for me. Like it kind of took me out of the movie, but sure. I think overall, I felt like it was just kind of formulaic and mm-hmm. not not really a great reason to come back to that universe. So right, and the fact they movies. couldn't get um, Robert Duvall exactly. Yeah, yeah that he, really he, was. Yeah, it was too bad. Yeah, and it just Pacino wanted too much money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there's certain so. movies where I, it's really hard, and I can't think of a sequel where you've waited so much time in between the original yeah. where it actually works. I, I'm trying to think of movies that. Where that actually worked, and I can't. So, yeah. Um, 
Yeah, because I think uh, we'll 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 get to your, to more of your list. But the Blues Brothers is another example where just leave it alone. I, you know. Yeah. See, I, yeah. I think I purposely haven't seen Blues Brothers two thousand because yeah. I didn't like. I could not imagine, especially. I mean, John Belushi is great, but Jim Belushi, like you know. Yeah, and John, and then John Goodman's <laughs> great, but John, he's not. Yeah, he's not. Yeah. yeah. And so, as good yeah. as the music was, I think it's a good soundtrack one, but the, they should have just left it alone. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That that would be another one. Yeah. Um, what was I had? I'm drawing some blanks here because I didn't. I usually write things down. <laughs> this is why you should be prepared, people. <laughs> that's, that's okay. <laughs> write things down. Um, well, in some ways, like I think it's not so much that I don't think they should have been made, but I think the the Star Wars prequels mm-hmm. could have been a lot, done a lot better. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm sort of an apologist for them because I will watch them and be entertained by them. But okay. I, I still think that they like fell way short of what they could have they been. And been. There could have been probably like you know someone had I think they've I think there's been a cut where it basically cuts out like the young Anakin oh, really? and like merges the other movies together. Okay. And so it's a little bit better that way where they take out the little boy Anakin mm-hmm. and it's because it's just kind of boring. Right. And a lot of the a lot of the uh, Phantom Menace is boring, and like the the love scenes and uh, Attack of the Clones are boring. And yeah. So there's a lot of like slowness and pointlessness to it. So I think if you you could, there's a story there that works, but it didn't. It wasn't pulled off. Right. So. It, there's a great Patton Oswalt um, comedy bit where he basically talks about the prequels and, yeah. and how he how he hates George Lucas and yeah. how he's like <laughs> a lot of hey, people just. Yeah. Did you hear Boba Fett's going to be in the new prequel? That's great, but it's going to be him when he's a little kid, and yeah. nobody cares. <laughs> it's like all these right. great like, things. Hey, yeah. That kid would grow up to be Boba Fett. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, and he's right. It was just like yeah. all this. Like I think they took for granted that Star Wars fans will just like whatever they make. My geekiness is getting in the way of my nerdiness. I'm starting to notice as I grow older. I had this really sad realization. I was thinking the other day about a uh, a time machine. If I had a time machine. You know, because I'm really into history. Like, would I go back and witness something, like find out who Jack the Ripper was or stop the Kennedy assassination? And the first thing I thought of doing if I actually had a time machine is I would go back to around 1993 or 94 and kill George Lucas with a shovel. That was the first thing that came to my mind. And stop him from making the prequels. That's how I would try to save history fucking pathetic. I mean, I don't even know how I would have reacted if I had just run into him on the street like going, oh my god, you're, you're fucking George Lucas, dude. Look, I don't want to I don't want to bother you and nerd out, but like Star Wars is one of my favorite movies and I just want to thank you, man. Just thanks for all that. It's it's so great. Ah, you like uh, Star Wars? Um, I got some good news. I'm working on the uh, three prequels, the first three chapters. Oh, Really? You're going to do the, finally, oh my God, that's awesome, dude. I'm so excited, I can't wait. Well, hey, you say you're a Star Wars fan. Uh, do you like Darth Vader? I fucking, I fucking love Darth Vader, dude. The, the helmet and the cape with the sword, that's great, man. Is he in the first movie? Uh, yeah, in the first movie, you get to see him as a little kid. Uh, is he like a little Damien Omen kid, like evil and killing people with his mind and shit like that? No, he's just like this little kid and then he gets taken away from his mom and he's very sad. Uh, I don't really care about him as a little kid at all. At all. At all. I, don't, I just like the helmet and the sword and the cape. That was, was kind of cool about him. 
Well, hey, don't worry, because guess who shows up in the second movie? Boba Fett. There you fucking Boba Fett, yes! With the helmet and he's a bounty hunter. That is awesome, man. That is so cool. Yeah, and in the second movie, you get to see him as a little kid. Again, I don't really care about him when he was a little kid. I like the chip and the helmet and then killing people. Is he like it? Does he have the little helmet on and he's killing people? Is that, is that what's going on? No, he's like this little kid and then his dad dies and he's very sad. Do not give a shit at all about that. Could not care less. Well, don't worry, because in the third movie, you know what shows up? The Death Star. Awesome, man, that fucking... Wait a minute, what is it doing, George? Well, you just see it at the very end of the movie. It's being built, and Darth Vader's just kind of looking at it. Again... I don't care how they built it, how they put in the toilets or the air conditioning. I just like it when it's done and then it's blowing planets up. That's kind of what's cool about it. You look really sad. I, dude, I gotta say, I'm pretty fucking sad, man. That sounds awful. I, that, that all just sounds like shit. Would you like some ice cream? I, I would, yeah, I would like some ice cream. I like ice cream, man. That'd be cool if I had like a, a dish of ice cream. Well, here's a big bag of rock salt. You just said I was gonna have a dish of ice cream. Well, when you combine the rock salt with ice and cream and sugar and flavoring, it becomes, I don't give a shit where the stuff I love comes from. I just love the stuff I love. Hey, do you like Angelina Jolie? Does she give you a big boner? Well, here's John Voight's ball sack. That's right. The pink glistening ball sack she swam out of. Now jerk off to that, you lucky so-and-so. I, I mean, and I think George Lucas was trying to make something that was both like a interesting, like, I don't know, like fall to fall from grace drama sure. and also like wrap in some political themes, especially mm -hmm. like the Iraq war yeah. comparing that to the, like the, the, the rise of the empire. Sure. But I think it, he just, he just miffed. He, yeah. He whipped. <laughs> yeah. He whipped. He totally whipped. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. And, and maybe we a, <laughs> a lot of people were angry in the process. Yeah. So, I mean, I, like I said, I'm sort of an apologist. I, I'll watch those movies, but I like I, I look at them and kind of like regretfully, like you know, yeah. <laughs> there's so much opportunity. There. So when they're on, you'll watch, but when yeah. you make a point of not usually unless I'm like I'm out. purposely watching all the Star Wars, right? Movies. Like I'll show them, like I'll show them all to my kid, but he's not going to see the prequels. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't want to turn him off to Star Wars. Exactly. So, show him, he's show old enough to class. actually watch them. He's just not going to see those. That'd be first. like showing him Godfather 3. Yeah, first. it's yeah. like, yeah, well, here's Godfather <laughs> Wait, don't you want to find out what happened in the beginning? That's no, right. Wait. No, no. Let's, let's get into yeah. the, what is... Because, I, I mean, I think like a little kid would identify with Phantom Menace more. Sure. It was more of a kid's movie than any of the other mm -hmm. Star Wars. Even counting Return of the Jedi, which had like the cuddly Ewoks. Yeah. But even, even then, mm. it was much more of a kid movie. <laughs> yeah, definitely agree. What are the other ones that, that you came up with? I mean, half the Star Trek movie. <laughs> so would you would you would have cut off after four? 
Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I... Yeah, I would have just not made, like, five at all. Okay. Five is one of the worst sci-fi movies I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. And some of the Next Generation ones with Jean-Luc Picard, or, yeah. and a couple of those were bad. I, I can't even... I saw Star Trek 1, or whatever, the original Star Trek, yeah. when I was a kid, but... I, I couldn't even tell you what it's about because I, I it's been so long and I didn't like I couldn't remember it liking it so even so in that regard like Star Trek Two was awesome because yeah. there was nothing like this the first one was just so forgettable that it, it was really long and boring <laughs> yeah like, I just yeah. remember it being boring yeah. like, there was this, they're on the ship and they're not on the ship yeah. I mean I was like okay and then by two in two which most people consider the first and that's kind of a trilogy yeah two um, three and four are kind it's of so wrong. good with Ricardo Montalban yeah, and, and uh, all the yeah. crazy like things coming out of his ear yeah and, the yeah. bugs yeah yeah. Oh, God. yeah and just the battle at the end are, are, are great um, yeah but yeah like Star Trek 3 was kind of you know it had good moments but it didn't like it wasn't great and then I, that wasn't I don't think it was like oh my god I can't believe they made that but like Star Trek 5 was like okay you guys are just in it for the money <laughs> yes. that's it we want and I even it. let like you indulge Shatner by letting him direct the movie yeah. it's like oh my god please it was just it was way way over the top yeah so, agreed bad. agreed but, so, all right, those are all yeah. good. Um, if you come up with more, we'll, we'll splice them in. <laughs> sure. But no, these are all, all right. you covered the big ones, yeah. and that was good. All right. Thank you, Brian. Sure. Okay, we're back. The illusion is that I've spent, you know, a week not talking to you guys, but really it's been two seconds since I last <laughs> talked to you. So this is okay. You should have changed our I know, you should have. <laughs> so, all right, so this week, last week we talked about uh, movies where you wish a sequel was made. This week we're going to get a negative, and we're going to talk about movies where we wish the sequel had never been made. They just left the original alone. And uh, we can be, we can say hindsight's 2020 on this one because the outcome was terrible. So, like for example, one of mine was Blues Brothers 2000. Yeah. yeah. You, one, you just don't wait that long. Two, you, if you don't have John Belushi, James yeah. Belushi is inferior. And it's he, his brother. It's his it, brother, right? and even yeah. John Goodman's in it. Who I like, but I love John they ruin it. Yeah. And then they bring in a kid. That's the worst. You can't do that. <laughs> okay, so that's that's the litmus test, stuff like that. So, okay. what do you guys have? We'll start with Lindley. On Me? This. I only have two movies, but yeah. one... Well, I would not... I loved this movie when it came out, um, but it probably should never have been made, which is Psycho 2. Oh, yeah. And, but, and they made a three starred, and four, too. I yeah, think. they did. It actually starred Anthony Perkins. Yeah. I've never seen three and four. I've seen two. Meg Tilly, I yeah. think, is in it. Is like the granddaughter or somehow... No, the niece of mm -hmm. um, Janet Lee, who was murdered in yeah. Psycho. It's like a really weird premise. He gets... Um, he's out of prison. Yeah, he's released from prison and mm -hmm. living back in the home. So it's like 23 like, years later or something like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. it's really Anthony Perkins. They got Anthony yeah. Perkins. I mean, he wasn't doing much, so no. that would make sense. But I loved Anthony Perkins, and my you know teenage self loved, didn't realize he was completely gay. And yeah. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, I just loved him. And, yeah. That's all. So I enjoyed but they should watching have left it, it alone. but they definitely should not have made that movie. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> yeah, and, Hitch and obviously Hitchcock wasn't involved, no, and that's always so tricky. silly and bad, but I would probably watch it again. <laughs> we'll check out three and four then. <laughs> yeah, if no, you're... I don't know about that. <laughs> okay, so to Stephanie. Yes, yes, yes. So uh, not to disappoint, because um, <laughs> uh, I'm sure you all laugh when you hear this. Dirty Dancing 2, Havana Nights. Someone mentioned that, I think. Yeah, yeah. Nothing has made me angrier than that stupid movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
mean, Dirty Dancing, I get it. They, they tried to make it into a franchise. Sure. This idea that it was just about the dancing. No, it wasn't. It was all about Baby. Yeah. Don't leave Baby in the corner. What happened to Baby after the fact? And that was, a, that was yeah, that was a waste of film. And that's saying something because I like a lot of stuff people don't like. <laughs> but I just, I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't uh, get into that. Did you get into the Lombada, the Forbidden Dance no, back in the 80s? No, that okay. made me mad too. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you should listen to Wait, the host of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. This is his name Peter Peter Siegel. Mm-hmm. He um, tells the story of how he's the writer on Havana Nights. Dirty Dancing <laughs> too. But the story of how he like how his script, his original script, turned into Dirty Dancing Two Havana Nights is just completely insane and like such a story. So I think he tells it on This American Life. But just search mm-hmm. for Peter Siegel telling mm-hmm. his story about how his screenplay, and it's the only thing I think he's ever had successfully made, but it became yeah, yeah Havana, uh, Nights. Havana Nights. Well, because yeah, the Dirty Dancing too, Havana Nights, yeah. The bummer and is I forget just what the original story was about, but... Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey hated one another's guts. Right. They, there's no way they were ever going to sign up no. to do the second movie in and America. Yeah, she got the nice job. Yeah, yes, America yes. fell so in love with that movie, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I think everybody wanted a sequel to be made. But then what they decided to do there just ruined it. And the thing is, they learned nothing from that. No. Because then they made that television ridiculous um, hot mess. Yeah. Which, again, just is an insult to the memory of that incredible film. And, um, yeah. They, they, yeah. Don't even. I can't, Don't watch it. Don't ever see it. <laughs> Boycott it. I hate it. Okay. Let's go to Lindley's other movie. My other movie was just The Matrix. Um, series. I yeah. think the original was really clever mm-hmm. and interesting. I didn't even love it that much, but I think it's really great. And then they just, you did not need three, two and three. It's I don't even remember. I remember so the third, boring. I remember laughing in the theater at the third one because she was dying and she says some yeah, something to him. Yeah, it's just really yeah. bad. I don't know. They should have stopped with Keanu at he, one. Yeah. Like that was the perfect role for him. He mm-hmm. barely spoke, but it was, you know, fine and... Yeah. Yeah. Some of these, I think there was just two. It was so successful. It was super that successful. You're yeah. leaving money on the table, not yeah, not yeah, to yeah. do it. But, exactly. But yeah, it was definitely suffered from that. I yeah. It was obvious that it didn't need a sequel. But yeah. Yeah, I too had the Matrix Reloaded on my list, and the and the bummer about that film is I loved the Matrix so much, and I had such high expectations going into that yeah. film, and I wanted I wanted to explore some of those themes. Mm-hmm. It was just so disappointing. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's one thing to sort of generalize, but it's generalized to the point where, well, it could be anything. Sure. It just was, yeah, it was such a waste of time and so disappointing. I, yeah. I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, the other thing for me is Disney does this with a lot of its films. They make, you know, they have these great films like Cinderella and I guess oh, they just no. want to make money yeah. from it. So there's like a Cinderella straight 2, to yeah. 3, and there's a Mulan 2. A Bambi 2. And they're yeah. terrible. Yeah. I mean, we watch them because we love these characters and okay, but I've never understood that because Pixar puts so much energy and effort into their sequels. And for the most part, they're really, really good. Yeah. I mean, Cars 2, not so much. Cars 3, better. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the Toy Story All the Toy 2 and 3 All the Toy were, Stories are great. Yeah. Incredible. Monsters University was really was great. Fun. Yeah. Um, I can't wait for the Incredibles sequel. Yes, that should be good. Either. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know what it is. Disney has just done a terrible job with sequels for its sort of original princesses. Yeah. It's terrible. And I think a sequel to Aladdin, mm. um, you know, they did The Return of Jafar, which yeah. is the worst thing. Because everybody wants to know what happens to the genie after he gets out sure. of the bottle. And that could have been, I mean, that could have been another blockbuster for Disney. That oh, yeah. Been one of the greatest grossing Disney films of all time had they done it right. Maybe they wouldn't have gotten Robin Williams because they were such assholes to him the first time around. Right. Um, because like with, with Mulan, that was funny because Eddie Murphy was uh, Mushu yeah. in the original. And then the same thing happened with Eddie Murphy. It was just like, 
you paid me nothing. You made all this money off of me. Forget it. I'm not helping you anymore. That's right. So maybe they couldn't have. But yeah, it was really just in general. Old princess, Disney sequels suck and they should never have been made. Well, that's a problem with waiting too long. That's what killed The Godfather 3. So Pacino wanted too much money. Robert Duvall wanted to be paid too. And so yeah. they said, well, we got to choose between... And they, they left out Duvall. And then just that movie was a mess. You, you can't wait that long. And, yeah. um, and you got to pay the key actors. Otherwise, it's not going to work. So. Yeah. Back to the Future 3, never should have been made. I'm I don't sorry. mind that one I, so much. Yeah, it's my least trying. favorite, but I can still watch it. Yeah, yeah. I can't. Just can't do but you like yeah, the second one? Good. I yeah. love really the second good. one. Yeah. The second one's well, especially fun now to watch because it's it's last what 2015. So <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of fun. Yeah, the third one not not so much for me. <laughs> yeah, it, I know. I agree. I, I think that's probably my least favorite of the, yeah. of the three. Yeah, that's all I have. Okay, actually, this was an easier one for people. It was easier to be negative than it was creative. About, about, yeah. I'm sure there must be. I just don't think I watch a lot of sequels. Yeah, I don't think I do. Yeah, I don't. I don't automatically go watch sequels, yeah. But your favorite sequel is Wayne's World 2. I love Wayne's World <laughs> And Austin Powers, the second one. The second one. The third they should have made the third, the third one. The third one is awful. That yeah. is definitely a sequel that should never have been made. Yeah. Um, I loved Guardians of the Galaxy 2. I loved I, Guardians I thought of the arguably that was better than the first one. And I the first one's great. Yet. No, it's I liked me. the first one a lot. No, I didn't but say I liked yeah. two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I liked them both. I thought it was equally good. I mean, yeah, it yeah. was. It was. It was good. Mm-hmm. And the ride is really cute. Mm-hmm. That they and I was a complete Tower of Terror fan. But Samina and I rode it at least five times each day when we were at Disneyland. Oh, really? It was really fun. They have the music. Mm-hmm. And they change the scenes. You know, it's like a different, like depending on what theater you go in. I guess they change the story a bunch of times. So we were trying to get like all the stories. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, it was very cute and fun. Mm-hmm. But with Guardians of the Galaxy, there again is the point. Like, if we missed it in the movie theater, the second one. Yeah. So now we can watch it on demand at home. But again, we're at home. Yeah. So getting the family to agree to sit down and actually watch Did that Guardians movie. Guardians of the Galaxy, your kids wouldn't yeah. want to watch it. We no. Wow. We get tickets on opening night. Yeah. No, the they were just they like, ah, I don't know, movie. whatever, we'll see. Oh, yeah, it's just, oh it's my some, God, my so kids annoying. love that movie. Yeah. We got the soundtracks, we listen to them in the car rides. I know. We are big fans mm-hmm. of that yeah. franchise. All right, that's all good. Thank you, yeah, guys. Thank you. Okay, we're back with Malin, and this week we're going to talk about our sequels that we wish had never been made. We're going to get negative on this one. So I think this has been an easier subject for most people, so we'll see what Malin has to say on this one. Oh, really? Have people been bashing sequels? Yes, I think it's, you know, the it's easier, the hindsight's twenty twenty. it's easier when things are already out as opposed to being creative and, and you know, talking about movies we wish had been made, so this way we can talk about the existing crap that was made. Yeah, um, well, I've got a really short list for this one, okay. actually. Um, so my answer is just everything. <laughs> but you gotta give That's us something, it. come on. <laughs> um, okay, so movies I wish didn't have a sequel... American Werewolf in London. I just adore that film, and I was really excited going in to see American Werewolf in Paris, not only because uh, my love for the original film, but I also loved Julie Delpy. Oh. Um, and I'd seen a, a bunch of things um, before that, mostly French films. Yeah. And I think that was supposed to be her like transition over into like the Hollywood. Uh, may, or maybe she had tried before that. I don't remember. Um, and that movie is just absolute shit. Uh, how long? How long was it made? After, how long was it made after the first one? I don't know. Okay. Um, it, it had been a while. It had been long enough that 
you know, I'd grown up with the original, and I think I saw American Werewolf in Paris when I was in when I was an undergrad in Santa Cruz. So, oh, oh wow, 90s, it came out. It I came, think it might have been in the nineties. Yeah, ninety-seven. So, I mean, that's sixteen years after the original. So, yeah, yeah, and you know, it just it had an American Werewolf in Paris. It sounded. It just you know, I it made sense to me. I was like, okay, fine. I could, I could go into that. It's like, um, how could they mess this up? They're going to go into another capital city. I get to see, you know, I get to see Paris. Um, and they screwed it up. He did absolutely everything wrong. I couldn't believe how far off the mark they went. Um, they've, they, they just completely, uh, disregarded, uh, the practical special effects that were so fantastic. in the first film and they went CGI, but they went bad CGI. Yeah. Um, special effects were painful to watch. Um, they erred on the side of too much backstory, too much showing the monster. You know, all of these like lessons that sequels and horror franchises really don't seem to understand is that the standalone horror vehicle, it gains so much from leaving an air of mystery, both in terms of um, ambiguous, disturbing endings and not letting you see too much about the backstory or even the creature um, visuals, um, you know, it leaves something to the imagination. And these sequels, they too often go in and they feel like they have to fill in holes that were left by the original feature in order to make the film more unsettling and therefore more successful. So American Werewolf in Paris... Uh, totally goes down that rabbit hole in a bad way. Um, yeah, that's a great pick because I forgot that was even made. So. Yeah, it shouldn't have been made. No. <laughs> yeah. um, I wish I could forget. Yeah. Um, you. Uh, oh, and the other thing it did really badly, um, I've only seen it once and it was in 97, um, and I've never gotten over the grudge, but I think that with, uh, one thing I, I didn't like was that they, in they didn't really showcase Paris very much. Oh. A lot of it happened indoors in uh, residential areas in a, kind of a remote club. I don't remember the city being used as a character, even though it's in the title of the film. It felt very incidental to me, which is, that's a crime. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I could probably go on. But again, it's something that I... Uh, since ninety seven, yeah, I probably I, talk about something. I wonder if they. <laughs> I bet you they didn't film most of it in Paris, so that's why they. they that's didn't very very possible. I'm, you know, I haven't looked into this, but I would not be surprised if they filmed it, uh, filmed it possibly in Europe. But I know in the, I think in the nineties and um, the early aughts, uh, filming in Eastern Europe as uh, substitute for um, Western Europe uh, locations was really popular because of the. Uh, the pay rates were so much lower there and they could build sets uh, much cheaper and recreate things rather than uh, shooting on location. So sure. that may very well have been the case. Yeah, that makes even, sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, don't go see American Werewolf in Paris. Okay. Um, <laughs> let, let us promise never to speak of it again. Um, Done. <laughs> um, so an, uh, another film that where the sequels fell into some of the traps that I just mentioned is Jaws. Oh yeah. The first film was fantastic. And, uh, everything that came after that, the second it arguably has some, um, 
a good deal of suspense, but for the most part, I think we're all better off without it. I don't think it really gave us anything that we needed. Um, and number three is one of the worst fucking films ever. <laughs> and, and the fourth one is just desperate. Well, the, uh, the the fourth one by the fourth one they killed off Roy Scheider, and it was just his wife yeah. and his son, and so, then um, the third one was supposed to be in three D with Dennis Quaid and Lou Gossett Jr. So yeah, yeah. Well, the third one, yeah, the third one was just a mess. The fourth one, you know, I think the fourth one had a, a potentially interesting premise following the following Lorraine Geary's character, the the, the original sheriff's wife. Yes, um, and following her story but unfortunately they couldn't come up with an interesting story yeah um and they tried to make her a strong character and i really wanted to see her as a strong character but there was so much going on with that film that was just a disastrous mess that you couldn't really um focus on her too much and what she could have brought to the film was just diluted by the rest of the crap this is really unfortunate. It's true. It's it's absolutely true. But number three had absolutely nothing going for it except no. one idea after the other. Yeah. Yeah. And it's got one of those typical three um, D cheese where you, they're definitely doing certain scenes just for three D. <laughs> like it didn't help the plot at all. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, it, it was. Yeah, it was just a three D carnival ride. But that's what you get when from a three yeah, D movie in nineteen. 19- yeah. Okay, what what are the other ones you have? Oh, sure. Okay, so Star Wars, you know, I feel, uh, yeah, the those original three films, even if uh, George Lucas had originally conceived of a grander, um, uh, more kind of operatic arc, both before and after those films. Uh, I don't think the, the prequels, I know this is cheating a little bit, but <laughs> technically they came after, so they're sequels, and I, I do wish, on uh, I... I feel that probably a lot of people would be happy um to kind of see those movies erased Uh, they're just again they don't really give us much of anything um that we needed i mean arguably i guess there are a few uh tense moments in the third of those prequels um that we needed and wanted but they're executed so poorly and so cheesily um I'd be happier without them. No, I agree. Definitely. Um, okay, so enough said about that, because I know I've bitched about those uh, <laughs> before. Uh, the Hobbit. Um, oh, so yeah. I, you know, I think that movie should have just been one film. It should have. It's too bad that, uh, um, gosh, uh, Peter Jackson. Yeah. It's, too, it's too bad that Peter Jackson wasn't able to find his way back to a more fairy tale kind of uh charming and romantic child's uh, story to be a, a bit more honest with the original. Um, but he'd already done Lord of the Rings and honestly, I think he kind of painted himself into a corner there, but that they divided it up into three films that, that was outrageous. Like that's all on them. changing the tone. That would have been a challenge. They'd already established a tone that they'd have a really hard time like walking away from. So I can see where they were in a pickle on that. But dividing up that story into three films, that's on their head. That was crazy. That was really unfortunate. We to- totally didn't need that. Yeah, especially for a book that's not that long either. So, Right, right. I mean, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a one 
film kind of book, I yeah, think. Definitely, definitely. Uh, one more, Silence of the Lambs. Um, mm. I know that kind of developed a franchise after it, but uh, and they followed the books. They followed the book into Hannibal, and then they went back and they did the prequel. Yeah. Um, for Red Dragon, but I, I don't think they added anything again. Um, and Hannibal, when I think the casting became a dispute, maybe they should have, um, I think that was the time to know it was a good time to walk away. Yeah. I think um, losing, lo- losing Jodie Foster really, really hurt them. Nothing against Julianne Moore, but you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't have anything against Julianne Moore and her performance as a standalone performance. If you don't compare it to Jodie Foster's is fine. It's fantastic. It really makes me look at the character in a very different way, Mm -hmm. but it's that character at a very different point in her professional career as well. So she's a bit more hardcore. She's a bit more jaded. She's a lot more professional and streamlined. That's all fine. And Julianne Moore does that well, but I I think we lose the transition of Jodie Foster's uh, adaptation and her representation of the role. Um, and seeing her embody that with all of those changes would have been interesting. But it's not just the uh, the casting change that is a problem for me. I think also the um, the book as it was written has a very different ending. It has a much darker ending that doesn't suit itself very well towards a Hollywood audience, not by any stretch of the imagination. And so the ending that's in the film now is such a predictably formulaic um, Hollywood ending. I was just groaning and sighing by, <laughs> from the, the 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 weight of the predictably formulaic um, uh, rollout of how that kind of ended. I mean, it did have that really charming scene on the plane at the end um, with uh, Hannibal Lecter offering uh, part of his lunch on a plane to a kid. Right. Thought, well, now we're getting back to a little bit more of the tone of the series because we do have to acknowledge that these are, you know, that he is an absolutely despicable character. Oh yeah. Um, and him just having that super creepy kind of romantic ending with, um, uh, agent Starling at the end. It just, it, it just doesn't fit what's come before it unless really all you're looking for is that kind of resolution of their characters. And that doesn't come from this storyline. It comes from so many other storylines and it just feels so kind of tacked on and cheesy. Yes. It mars um, Silent of the Lambs for me uh, a little bit. It does. It does. It kind of tarnishes the the reputation of the series. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it. Um, Those are, those are my biggest gripes. I could go on, but those are my biggest. (laughs) Those are great. Well, again, thank you so much, Malin. Okay, cool. All right. Okay, we're back with Danielle. Welcome back. Thank you. You're welcome. You're I'm trying to you, you're, you've tried That's to right. keep it in and you can't. It's just I it's not natural. As much. <laughs> so for I this think. week's episode, we're going. Last week we did uh, movies where you wish you had a sequel, yes. and then this week we're going to negative, and we're going to say they should have just left the movie as is. Um, they shouldn't have created sequel or sequels. Yes. Okay. Most of. Most of them, yeah. Okay, so what are your picks? You have six, you I said. Do. No half points this time. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> uh, so my the, six, the number six is... Wait, let's... <laughs> number six. I can't count. <laughs> so it is uh, Sex and the City 2. Oh, really? Stupid. <laughs> oh, my God. One was fun. Yeah. It was super fun. And did you like, like the what? TV show? 
No, I never watched it. Really? I think I watched once. So you liked the movie, but you didn't like the TV show? Yeah. Interesting. I didn't. It, it was like too girly, too mm -hmm. like, I don't know, out of my reality, I'm not that. But you're not into that? Yeah. Much. Okay. So uh, the second one I went to watch and it was disappointed. They okay. didn't have anything else to do or say. and. It was not as funny as was the first one, and it was goofy, and uh, it was a waste of my time to be <laughs> <laughs> But okay, I mean, I went to the movie theater, I believe so, mm -hmm. to watch it. it. It is fun, but it's they didn't have it too. It's a girl's it night out movie. It was pushing it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was pushing it, so. Okay. Okay. That's a good one. <laughs> okay. Uh, so the next one, <laughs> you're going to laugh, but. <laughs> No, wait, no, you're gonna laugh. Of course, yeah. it's a uh, Home Alone three. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> three beyond. I think they have more, right? Actually, I agree with you. So, um, the first two actually, I like the second one because the second one they're in New York, yeah. and then Macaulay Culkin's not even in the third. I, know. I think they had a lot of straight to no, 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 yes, DVD that, ones. I think that's the reason I didn't like the third one as much yeah. because he's not there, he's not in the movie. Who's anymore? even in the movie that was in the it's other one? Another little boy, I don't know. I and didn't what, watch. What about the family? I didn't watch. Okay, you're just like I just saw, well, I watched it, but I didn't. Mm -hmm. You know, it was like I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. But I don't think they should continue no. the same title when the main character is not there anymore because oh, yeah. everybody went to see the cute little boy. He was like the star. Well, not only that, but Al Pacino, not Al Pacino, Joe Pesci and uh, Daniel Stern, the, the the two bandits. Yes. They're, they're kind of the stars. Yeah, there. yeah. So, yeah, I, I don't think they, you know, it was too pushy. I don't think they should have that. Yeah, yeah. But the, but the second one was good. I actually like Yeah, the second one was cute. Yeah. Yes. Cool. All right. All right. That, that's a good one. Well, the second one, okay, I have a little Okay, go ahead, yes. <laughs> but I was expecting the pranks. So that was kind of they not new anymore. The only difference was they're in New York. They exactly. brought in the they brought in the bird lady. They did the hotel was kind of fun, but it was essentially the same movie. Yes. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's okay. fair. Yay! <laughs> I'm not alone on that. I'm not home alone. <laughs> You're cracking yourself up. Oh, what's going wrong with me today? I'm tired. Uh, so the next one I need to learn how to. <laughs> It's um well that's my speciality speciality is mm -hmm. the <laughs> book of Sh shadow I don't know Blair Witch two okay so I watched the first one it was from all the horror movies that I watch I'm not kidding I watch like a lot. so the original Blair Witch from the late nineties freaked me out yeah I couldn't sleep for a while mm -hmm. because I think it was the first movie that I watched in first pe person like the the mm. actor is holding the camera yeah. and you cannot see a thing no. you just hear the kids laughing just hear the screaming and where is it and so the whole movie i'm like okay i'm gonna jump right now and jump and that never happens mm -hmm. so i was super scared to be honest and the movie ends on that scene and i was like oh my god what happened there when they released the second one I was like there you go i'm gonna learn what happened yeah. Okay, they explain everything was a fraud and what happened, but then they go to a house, this group go to a house, and it's just so 
idiotic, mm-hmm. so I didn't like it. They yeah. should have. I don't, and I didn't even see the sequel. And there's so. a third one who is worse. So and then this is and then they remade it, right? Yeah, yeah. no, yeah, they did a third one. But, but then they remake it as a whole. No, it's the the project something. It's okay, like, it's just another. It's sequel. just a new. It's just a sequel. Okay, one. it's not a reboot. Yeah, I. It's just like the first one was really good. It yeah. was a new thing, like the camera, you know, all that. Mm-hmm. And then the second was too much. The third should. Shouldn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> Those are good. All right. What, what are the next ones? So the next one is, oh my God. don't get me wrong, but Basic Stink 2. Oh, yeah, that's two. a great one. I should have put that on the uh, yeah. Why? What's the point? So Basic Stink, how do you say Basic that? Instinct. Yes, thank you. Everybody watch it just to see Sharon Stone naked. naked. Yeah. That's the deal. <laughs> Even me. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's see that. Mm-hmm. And it was great. I mean, yeah. she was very hot mm-hmm. you know these stories like same old same old but okay yeah. it was like a good thriller it's a, yeah exactly it's a good thriller yeah, but it, it was very famous just because she was naked that's right she didn't wear the underwear she, so, during, the, yes, during the interrogation <laughs> and i scene. was like going forward so many times to see because i couldn't see you sure you're not a man <laughs> <laughs> i was curious like what they yeah. talking about well, now with blu-ray and high definition it so, does really well oh god yeah. <laughs> So the second one I didn't watch. I didn't, but like waste my time on yeah. that. But I heard like people talking about. Well, there was another one that. where they waited too long. It was fifteen years after the original or something yes. like that. So it, you can't do that. Yeah, and she didn't have the appeal that she had no. before. And Michael and Douglas wasn't in it. She played. You know, it it wasn't good. No. She doesn't have. She didn't have. I'm not saying. Of course, she got older. It's, I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about she was not as good as she was in the first. In one. the first one. Yeah. So that's my complaint. Yeah, I I agree with you. I should have had that on my list. That's oh, a that's a whole. This is why I interview people. So Next. the second one is second to last one. No. Oh, though we're going in reverse order. Number two. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so the second one. Okay. Let's let's do it like that. Oh yeah, not the second one. How do you say in English? The second to the last? How do you Number the two The second that I like I, 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 we got it. <laughs> you understand. We'll do a, to, we won't do a sequel of this interview. Added <laughs> so much. Um so it is uh I still know what you did last, last summer or whatever yeah, yeah. it is. Oh my God! They never ended that. There <laughs> well, is more than one. I guess. Horror movies are definitely the sequel. It's yeah. the stupidest thing I ever saw. It yeah. like. Oh, did you even like the first one? Uh, the first, no. But they did a second. Well, <laughs> if it makes money, they're gonna keep making it. How it makes money? You need to be like. I was a teen, I guess, when yeah. the first one came out, and I didn't like it, yeah. and I'm into horror and this stuff. And I was like, okay, come on, it's just. And then they did the second, and I think there's more. They kept going, yeah. It's nonstop. So yeah. that was a waste. Yeah. Number one. You're, there you go. Yeah, there you go. So, <laughs> I wish I had my, what, two hours of my life back <laughs> that I wasted watching. Okay, for this the movie? The first one. Okay. So, Fifty Shades of Grey. No, I'm just going to mention that when you were talking about Sex in the City, because that's a total, like... <laughs> Girls' night out thing. That is, that was terrible. But you didn't even like the first one. 
No, I'm talking about the first one. Uh, well, and, then, and, <laughs> and the sequel. You're so. talking about the whole series. Yes. So are you going to get dragged to the third one when it comes out? Uh, so, I mean, I'm already dragged to that. So, okay. the fir- I mean, the book, I get it. Mm-hmm. Like, the lady that wrote the book, no one would expect that she would write sure. something like that, right? So, what's going on in her mind and stuff? Because she was like a regular housewife. Yeah, she was writing Twilight fan fiction. So... That was cool, like the book. I didn't read the book at all, but I had some friends like, oh my God, that's addicted. I can't stop reading it. Okay, but okay. I didn't waste, I didn't even waste my time. It's not my kind of book. Sure. So, so okay, let's go to the movie. That's kind of the thing that you prefer watching the movie than reading the book, right? (laughs) Maybe. So So I went there with my friends. They were drunk, yeah. Part of it all. So we got late on the on the we got too late on the movie theater, and okay. everybody was so you're in watching. the front row. So in the first row, so we're like, I can see all the action. I'm the dentist. See, it's too bad you weren't in the first row for Basic Instinct. Then you could really see. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a mess. It was terrible. I was laughing. Well, I was laughing at my friends because they're drunk. Oh, so sure. I make jokes. It was terrible. The actor, the actors had no chemistry. Oh. Okay, a mask. Yeah. And they do a second one. <laughs> well, they have to. It's, it's, it's already... No, they don't. They've already signed they up to not. do the trilogy. That, yeah. Why? It's a waste of money. They didn't make money the second one. Oh, they made money. Oh, well, not how they were expecting. Expecting, yeah. So, because everybody was like... They knew. Yeah. It was terrible. But at the this actors, point, they, can't, they have to do the third one. The actors were like... Really bad. Yeah. Well, who would you have had to play the the lead characters if you had your choice? No one. No one. (laughs) What ghost? (laughs) I don't know who, but not them. They don't have chemistry. Right. With you know the couple, Mm -hmm. they don't have chemistry, so they lack that. So it doesn't. It's not interesting. It doesn't matter she's naked and he's naked. Right. There's sexy scenes. It's just like terrible looking at. Yeah. You know, it's embarrassing. So, so there are better sex scenes than Basic Instinct, you're saying. There you go. Yeah. There are. <laughs> there <laughs> is. So this is my, like, the That's worst. a number one. Yes. Should have never made it. No, no, no. All right. I don't know who we're going to top this one. So. <laughs> Thank you, Danielle. Sure. Okay, we're back with Samantha. So last week we did uh, sequels that we wish had happened. <laughs> you're laughing because you're... <laughs> illusion's gone we're actually just recording these back to back but the listening audience doesn't I wish know that. it was a week later I know <laughs> but anyway they listened to this last week and they said oh well look at all these sequels that should have been made well this week we're going to get negative and we're going to talk about sequels that we yeah. wish had never been made so what do you think what what sequels would you have left on the cutting room floor all right so I think I briefly mentioned a kind of like a nostalgia sequel thing mm-hmm. about how like some movies are coming back like yeah. 10 years later um 20 you know 15 years later with sequels mm-hmm. and one that I was excited for and then was I I don't want to say I hated it but I think it would be left Fine Alone uh-huh. was Anchorman Part Two. Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. So <laughs> I loved Will Ferrell movies, and when I heard that they were going to be doing a sequel to Anchorman, mm-hmm. I was very excited because mm-hmm. I just loved all the characters in that. Um, and so yeah, I, I watched it when it came out. I thought it was really funny. Yeah, but it was like just trying too hard. It was too long too. It was really long. Yeah. Like, there was the whole part where he ended up living in, like, a lighthouse for he a lost while. His vision. Yeah, the vision thing, that's why. He was, like, all depressed. Yeah. And yeah. then there was, like, the random, like, 
an another anchor battle yes. with like way more people. Yeah. And like, yeah, that was a funny scene mm -hmm. in the first movie, but did they need to do it again? It was kind of the pitfall of Hangover 2, um, yeah. where they almost basically copied the first one and it was just kind of lost on that. So. Yeah, and it's like fun because it's a movie that... I've I've seen the first one like millions of times, yeah. and it's it's kind of fun to see it like again. Yeah. But it's like I haven't gone back and rewatched watch the it, sequel. Yeah. It was fine. I had a few good laughs, but mm. I honestly can't even mm. really remember the plot. I just like right I can't the. Um, They're in the 80s instead of the 70s. Yeah, it's a bit later, so that was kind yeah. of funny. The new I did like, the one thing I took things. from it was Kristen Wiig. That that joke was kind of funny, where Brick got a girlfriend. Oh, yeah, that was that was funny. So Brick was yeah. my favorite character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and yeah, I really like Kristen Wiig. She's hilarious. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was a great part about the first one was, uh, you know, um, Steve Carell, Carell really wasn't big yet. No. And, that, and that was kind of his woman's breakout yeah. role. Yeah. I love Lamp. Yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> a good one. Uh, yeah, so it was just, I, I didn't really like how they kind of pitted him and, like, Christina Applegate against each other yeah. again. Right, because, like, she, they, or they went to, like, the bigger network exactly, and yeah. stuff. Mm -hmm. and. It was just... But you would have been fine, but just leave the classic alone and yeah. why go back to it? Yeah, yeah the classic. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny. I think it probably made a lot of money. Yeah, I'm sure it did, um, yeah. I remember going to see it in the theater. I was excited by it. I, yeah, it was the same as you. I was like, yeah, and then kind of a little bit underwhelmed. So. Okay, so what are the other ones that um, you wish had never been made? So the other one that it came out much closer to the original was Legally Blonde 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think I ever saw the second <laughs> I forgot one. forgot about that. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I saw... They both... I think this the sequel... Oh, see, I'm going to have to look this up again. I never... I don't prepare for these things. <laughs> don't tell the listening audience that. Yeah. You, sometimes you do. So, yeah. So, Legally Blonde 2, Red, White, and Blonde. <laughs> it came out in 03, and I think the first one came out in 2000. Okay. Or just 2001. So, it was really Couple just years. two years yeah. apart. And this is one where I saw it, like, right when it, around the time, like, they both came out. Yeah. Close together. But it really, it just was another one. It didn't need a sequel. The first yeah. movie was great. Yeah. Like, she got to law school she got her degree yeah everything worked out and then this one is just like she goes to washington yeah. and then i think i was just reading i haven't seen this movie in years yeah but um it's <laughs> i was reading the storyline and it's about like animal <laughs> rights and then um i think like there's like gay dogs or oh, really? something <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> and it's just Really silly. Um, this actually reminds me of. Did you ever see Miss Congeniality? Yeah. I don't know why they made a second one for that. It's did almost. They make a, a yeah, I think it was called like Armed and Fabulous. Oh, I think. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So similar. I don't know why they kind of wrapped the first one up in a bow. I don't know why a second one was mm -hmm. needed. So. Yeah, yeah, and it was just legally blonde. Like the first one, it's not an amazing. It's not like a critically no, amazing movie. But it's it was fun. A, it was yeah. a fun movie. It was done well. Mm -hmm. Silly, like romantic comedy. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, the second one was just unnecessary mm -hmm. and it was just really stupid. All right. Those two are Weatherspoon. <laughs> Bad decision. Oh, Reese. So those are two really good ones. What are the other ones you have? Um, I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you can two. inspire me so, to think of anything Well, that's else. good. You came up with two, just like having a sequel. So that's good. Yeah. So, all right. Well, well good job. Yeah. Like I was saying in the other one, I don't really watch a lot of movies. 
the, mm-hmm. like, sequel-based movies. So, and when sequels come out that look stupid, I just don't watch them. Right. Like, I never saw Dumb and Dumber, the most recent one. I didn't either. Like, that just looked, yeah. like, trash. That's a so, great one. I'm glad you brought that one up. That should have never, I don't know why they went back to that one. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, Good. I avoid them. I cherish my time. And then do you also <laughs> avoid the um, eventual TV spinoffs of certain classic movies? Like, have there been any recently? Well, that... there's Teen Wolf. Yeah, I never uh, got into that. And I that. never, that never yeah. appealed to me. Um, I'm trying to think, there probably are other ones. Teen Wolf is the one that comes to mind. Yeah. Because I, I, I grew up with the, yeah, the Michael J. Yeah, Fox yeah, one, yeah. so... Yeah, stuff like well, that. I have to look into those, but like yeah. we were talking about with Heather's. Yeah, exactly. How that didn't have a sequel, and then it's apparently coming out in a TV show. And right. I don't really think I'm gonna watch that. Mm-hmm. I might, I might check it out out of curiosity. Yeah. But. Cool. Well, all right. Thank you for the two you had. <laughs> all right, we're back with Enrica. we last week we did a sequel, so I tried to keep a straight face. We record these like right after, one after another, but. The illusion's gone. We just discussed, yes. very passionately, some films that we really think should have had some sequels. Exactly, yeah. And now we're going to turn the tables. And you're probably going to save me on this one. If I have another coughing fit, you're just going to take over the podcast. Okay, that's like, cool. Yeah. Brian yeah. has a little bit of a cough. Yes. And I feel very bad. Yeah, as she's slowly leaning away from the, the mic. I can't get sick of getting married in like 10 days. Oh, my God. It's going anyway, to be your fault. It will be, and it's, it's all documented, too, so... I have no choice. All right, so this week we're going to talk about uh, movies that you wish had never had a sequel, and so I'm curious to see yeah. uh, which ones you wish that were never I made. I have a lot of these because I... I think this is an easier one. Yeah, yeah, I definitely am sensitive to sequels. Mm-hmm. I don't mind them. I really like watching them, like I said last week slash 10 minutes ago, that <laughs> I really think that it can go so well if it's like a really great cast right. and they're funny. Like I could watch a million Avengers movies because the cast is so funny yeah. and the writing is fresh and good and like it's the same team working on them. But it's when they like go off on a totally different tangent with yeah. a totally different cast and they have different writers and it like goes straight to TV. It's like, it's just yeah. a disaster. Like why even bother? Yeah. Um, so the very first one is Mean Girls. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Did you know there was a Mean Girls too? Was that the straight-to-video one? It went straight-to-VD. Okay. It was, like, obviously nobody from the original cast. Right. Tina Fey obviously had nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I watched it was because I, <laughs> I went to Carnegie Mellon University, and there's, like, a big plot point oh, in okay. the movie that, like, the girl in the main, the main character really, really wants to go to Carnegie Mellon University <laughs> and study architecture. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like... My almond like CMU had a big role in the sequel because oh. it's like definitely like a giant CMU marketing campaign. Um, <laughs> it may have, I, I yeah, have. Yeah, I know. So it's just so funny, and but it's so bad. Like mm-hmm. it's the what makes it funny is not the plot, obviously. No. I mean, it's the writing. Yeah. it's the characters yeah. and Tina Fey's you know magic touch. Oh, yeah. So. Why would you bother? Mm-hmm. I don't know what, as a writer, as a producer, why you would be like, even try. Yeah. yeah. If, well, you money. Cared, if you yeah. cared at all about the integrity of your work, yeah. why you would even try. Like, it's just so obviously like a money grab. And yeah. It's sad. It's like. It's amazing. And Samantha and I were talking about this. We should do our favorite straight to video yeah. uh, movies because there's so many of them. Like, there are I mean, American Pies where there that were unofficial American Pies and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Totally. And it's just, I don't know. It loses 
you lose respect as a working, you know, filmmaker, producer, I think, yeah. if you do something like that. Mm-hmm. So, it, in a way, it's like a career kiss of death. It is, yeah. It's uh, Well, there's the movie business side of it, you know. Yeah, yeah. that's, like, so dumb. I'm, I don't know. I feel bad for whoever made that one. <laughs> that's a good one. It's a good, you know, Mean Girls 2. Mean Gina, Girls yeah. 2. Um, and then Taken 2. Oh, that's right. That's an official one, yeah. Yeah, that was official. And, you know, that's kind of weird. They, they had Liam Neeson. Like, really, they're going to get taken again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just the idea yeah. is so preposterous mm-hmm. that, like, I understand they were trying to ride the success of the first Taken, which was a really good movie, and I really liked it. Yeah. But, like, they didn't design it for a second one. No. So, you really... And then the fact that Nick Cage did Stolen. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Like, no, the yeah. same yeah. year yeah. that mm-hmm. Taken 2 was made. Yeah. Oh, it was just, like... Copycat movies, yeah. Come on, guys. Like, this is... How many times can, like, a white guy (laughs) try and save his daughter and we'll go pay money to see it? Yeah, absolutely. so dumb. So, Taken 2. Absolutely. Do not see. Yes. I hate it. Um, And then the third one is Grease. This one's controversial. Yeah. A lot of people like Grease 2. A lot of people do, yeah. And I didn't like it because I also have a lot of problems with Grease 1. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so what were your problems with Grease 1? I don't know if I talked about this on our music no, podcast, have. but Grease, like the original Broadway musical, mm-hmm. is one of my favorite um, musicals because it really was supposed to be capturing the essence of the teen rebellion mm-hmm. and like female empowerment and female sexuality was kind of being discovered and the, the push and pull between kind of how a woman's supposed to behave and then, like, how she feels she should behave. It was really monumental, you know, Rizzo's whole plot line and even Sandy's plot line yeah. where she, she doesn't want to be so prude. I mm-hmm. mean, it's forced on her in right. many ways. And in, in the original show, it's made very clear that these teens are dealing with some really serious, like, issues in terms of, you know, class and race and sexuality mm-hmm. and, like, it's a really good snapshot of like the 50s and the huge social change sure. that happened among teens. Like the baby boomer yeah. teens kind of changed the game for, kids, the for teens yeah. in general. So it was really the beginning of that. Yeah. And it launched the 60s and the entire, you know, social movements mm-hmm. of the 60s. Yep. So I was really disappointed when they made it in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like 82, I think. When, so, like, sexual politics were really kind of (laughs) re-evangelizing. The 80s were, like, the rebirth of, like, the 50s in many ways. Mm -hmm. The sexual politics really turned on their heads. There was this huge right-wing movement Mm -hmm. to, like, take away a lot of women's rights and... I mean, well, PMRC too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the the political climate really mm-hmm. was not appropriate for the original spirit of sure. Greece, and the '80s really turned it into yeah. like this prude little girl <laughs> does anything to get her man. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And well, the irony of all this is the '60s hippies became the '80s yuppies. A lot of them. Yeah. Did. So it's uh, all the same people. <laughs> it's really weird. Mm-hmm. It, it's that's that's a really good point. So I had a lot of problems with the the. The movie, and you know, yeah. Danny Zuko's character of John Travolta did a great job, but it was a caricature. Sure. You know, it was a, a caricature of the original character who's a lot more deep and complex. Right. Um, so, I had trouble with Grease 1, <laughs> and as a result, I had trouble with Grease, Grease 2. Grease 2, yeah. Like, I don't think as a movie it was bad, it was <laughs> just that they, 
instead of like trying to take back Greece, which they could have done. They could have done, yeah. They just like went off the original success of like the eighties version, which was that like boy girl hero, yeah. you know, like girl will do anything mm-hmm. to get her man, kind of sh- slut shaming mm-hmm. that was not necessarily what the original was supposed to be about. It was right. supposed to be about the opposite. Right. So it was really interesting. Um, but again, this always comes back to what's going to make money. And yeah. they just basically want to capitalize on the success of what worked for Grease 1. Yeah. yeah. And it's disappointing because I, I think today, especially, like if you were to remake Grease, uh-huh. which they did actually, they um, redid it for Like a TV, TV live action. It was a live yeah. action mm-hmm. musical. Um, you can, because today's audiences in my generation specifically is so attuned to like sexual politics mm-hmm. and wanting to be, or fairly representing, you know, genders and races and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, you could really get successful if you remade Greece for today's audiences, right. for today's young people who are very much like responding to the Bush era and the 2000s and mm-hmm. a lot of the same sexual politics that... It seems to go back and forth oh, every decade, yeah. but this decade would be specifically powerful, I yeah. think, you know, with the success of shows like The Handmaid's Tale and things like that. Yeah. Remaking those stories right now is really important. And sure. I think that there's an opportunity for filmmakers to do sequels right now that, you know, if you were to make, remake Grease now, that would be really cool. Right. But, or make a Grease 2 mm-hmm. now, that would be cool. But, of course... Yeah. The world is horrible, and I always <laughs> choose to bring that up. No, um, but I, you know, what about movies now? I mean, we're running out of original ideas, which is sad because there's so many other, especially with books. I mean, you could you could, yeah. you could re- adapt things if they wanted to. But I don't even think that. I think there's so many good artists mm-hmm. with original ideas. Yeah. I just think that the what's worked for the film industry in the past isn't working with audiences anymore. Well, yeah, and, and part of it has nothing to do with them either. It's no, just like, it's just society who, changing. Who wants to go to the movies anymore when you can get everything it's on the internet? TV. It's, yeah. you know, streaming services. Yep. It's just the, the political climate, the you know society kind of not having an expectation mm-hmm. for who's represented on screen right. and what, you know, character good characters look like, yeah. what bad characters look mm-hmm. like. You know, the anti-hero is a big thing right mm-hmm. now. You know, it's just like... Well, there's so much out there. I mean, you could have exactly what you're talking about on a TV show or a web series or yeah. a podcast. And it's like, well, do we need to do it for a movie? And sometimes they just, yeah. they don't. There's and, more yeah. content than ever. And it just oh, feels totally. like studios aren't adapting. No. They're not willing to or because the people who operate in these studios are old white guys. I mean, <laughs> let's be real. They're, yeah. they're The industry that they know mm-hmm. is you know, the industry of yours, yeah. like, so to speak. Well, Hollywood's always been a boys club, and it's yeah. always been an old school club, yeah, even from totally. the beginning. Cause right, and there are, yeah. there's definitely, like, the audiences always were down with that, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I think that, that that's now changing because yeah. the internet has allowed for little artists yeah, to, and, like, diversity to, per, yeah. to per, be pervasive. And I don't know, I just, it gets annoying every yeah. time the Academy Awards come around, the sure. conversation is reintroduce and it's getting louder of yeah. like what are these movies we're awarding like yeah. Oscar's so white like <laughs> where are the women yeah. literally no movies that got nominated for best actress mm-hmm. were on yeah. the best picture right. list right so clearly women who are delivering amazing performances 
are not in movies that movie. are considered the best movies. Right. Like, it's... The, the ideology is so blatant as things becoming more and more blatant. And just... It's frustrating so to see movies get remade over and over and sequels keep coming out and they're not adjusting. They're not adapting. Right. It's like, it's going to be a kiss of death eventually. Yeah. If you think, right? Like, as these old white dudes die off and... <laughs> I mean... Well, then the new, <laughs> their offspring will take new, over. I mean, there's new, yeah. there's new racists and sexists. Well, I think, I mean, especially what's nice about the podcast is someone like me and you can put something out there that people can hear. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and so, guess. you know, that's, I think that's cool in a way. Yeah, yeah. I had one more to light. Absolutely. <laughs> Where are you going to go from there? You step know? up to <laughs> the streets. That's where I'm going. Okay. <laughs> How can you possibly politicize Step Up 2? Let's see. Okay. <laughs> step can't. Up 2, the streets. I really liked Step Up 1. Okay. I'm going to be honest, mm-hmm. and I can politicize it, tell you why I liked it. Okay. You don't have to. But it you know. confronted issues of race and, and socioeconomic class, okay. and this white boy who's like from the hood uh-huh. isn't really accepted in the black community because he's white, and he's not really accepted in the poor white community because mm-hmm. he's really into hip-hop and dance and, you know, he finds this home in this dance school and okay. falls in love with this woman and then whatever. He's a talented dancer. I like Step Up One. Really cute. Is Channing Tatum in T- that? Channing Tatum, okay, yep. Jenna Dewan. Mm-hmm. They get married. Mm-hmm. Like, the chemistry's great. They made so many effing they Step did. Ups. I know. They, didn't they do a Step Up 3D? <laughs> they did. Yeah. I think there's a Step Up 4 even. Like, they... And I knew when I heard the title Step Up to You're The wrong. Streets, yeah. where they, like, tried to pun it yeah. a little bit. Yeah. I was like, I can't. Step like, Up 1 was good. Yeah. Leave it. it the Just, frivolity, the youth, the joy, it was great. That's like when they had many Bring It Ons. I think they went straight to DVD. Yeah, too. that was bad too. Yeah. That should put that on there. Bring It, bring on, it on 1 was great. It, it was, was like fun. the Mean Girls of the 90s. It was. It was well done. And they had to, of course, F that up. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, going back to Step Up, there was You're Too Young for this, but Breakin' and Breakin' 2. Oh, Boogaloo. I remember these. Yeah, I love dance movies. I, they recorded, or they filmed them at the same time they came out in the same year so i think got almost they're almost like one movie but uh, yeah yeah there's a lot of there's too much breaking going on there so Mm. yes as always great job thanks congratulations on getting married thank you hopefully i'm healthy yeah yeah. (laughs) i'm gonna guilt trip the shit out Uh, it's all on tape (laughs) thanks again enrique you're welcome